Welcome to the Ready Eddy Podcast, where we tell the story of startups in the outdoor sport industry through the voice of their founders. is going on ready Eddie podcast listeners josh salvo here your host and on today's episode i'm sitting down with my co-founder drew funstein what's going on buddy hey man it's going good it's going good yeah um so this episode we want to chat about a few updates if you think new things that are going on and then um we wanted to sort of flip the script a little bit on ourselves with the uh standard interview questions that we that i've been asking all the awesome guests that we've had on board. So we're going to take a few questions from there and we're going to answer them ourselves. And hopefully that can add some insight into how Ready Yeti functions and hopefully you'll get a little bit of value out of that. Drew, do you want to take it away with the first big announcement? Yeah. So first off, we are going to be having our biggest dollar amount giveaway ever. Uh, so we're going to be giving away um, a trip from our friends at Discover Outdoors. Uh, it is the Canadian Rockies trip. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be a really cool trip. Uh, Banff National Park, Jasper National Park. Um, it's six days. Uh, so that should be really cool. And then partnered with them, we're going to be giving away uh, a lot of empowered lights. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be giving away a ton of empowered lights. And then also... Um, to kind of go along with that, Empowered is going to be kind of matching what they're giving away with uh, donations. Um, and so they're going to be giving away to uh, good causes some Empowered Lights along with doing our giveaway. So it's kind of a cool uh, give back. But still, it's going to be the biggest dollar amount giveaway we've ever done. We're really excited for it. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, um, going back to what Drew was talking about with the social aspect of it. So there's going to be two winners for the giveaway. We're going to have a grand prize winner who will win um, the Canadian uh, Rockies trip. And in addition to that, they'll win 10 Empowered Lights and then they'll be able to donate 10 Empowered Lights to an NGO of their um, preference. And then the runner-up will win 10, NGO, uh, 10 Empowered Lights and then also have the opportunity to, do- to donate 10 to any NGO of their of their preference. And, um, we're really excited to be able to partner with both these brands. Both of them are New York based, which is where we're located. Uh, so it's a really awesome opportunity for us to really help grow our community in the New York local area so that maybe we can start doing some meetups and local events and partnering, which we're really excited to start to do. And, um, the trip, like Drew said, last six days, uh, it's from discover outdoors. They're a New York based company, they run a lot of day trips, multi-day trips from the New York City area. You don't need to have a car. They'll literally take care of everything. And then they also run these bigger trips like the uh, Canadian Rockies trip to um, the national parks. And um, we're super stoked to be running this. The launch date is June 27th to July 11th. It launches at 12 p.m. noon on the 27th, Tuesday. So keep an eye out. If you want to enter, be sure to keep tabs on Ready Yeti on the site and social. Um, I'll also be sending out an email the minute it launches. And um, But yeah, that's, uh, that's really the big news. And in addition to that, um, I don't, Drew, have we, have we mentioned the uh, corporate aspect on the podcast? I don't remember in the past chat. No, not. I don't um, think uh, we have, no. 
I don't think so either. So um, something that we've been putting together over the last couple of months, or I guess month or so, um, is offering the membership program to companies in their wellness department to their employees and basically getting companies to bring on their entire company and get them on the membership. And so we've had a few uh, conversations with a few companies that we can't announce yet, but assuming that they come on board, we'll be announcing them in the coming weeks. So we're really excited to um, have the opportunity to bring them on and bring their employees on and help make a difference in their um, employee wellness programs and obviously help the startups get access to more qualified people that are interested in their products. So a lot of really cool things that we're working on. Um, is there anything else you wanted to to add to either of those, Drew? I uh, know. Yeah. I think it's just kind of cool from a business perspective, kind of taking a a B2C product and packaging it for a B2B purpose. Um, and it kind of fits really well. Um, so I think it's kind of a, kind of a cool, uh, dynamic there. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, so yeah, we're really excited about that. Please keep an eye out for this, uh, upcoming giveaway and feature. Um, we got to sit down or I got to interview Kirk, the founder of outdoor or discover outdoors and John from empowered. And both of them have really cool stories. Um, that'll be launching next week or John or, um, sorry. Um, Kirk's will be the first one launching on the 27th and then empowered will be the week following. Uh, so we're really excited for that to launch. And, um, with that, we, Drew and I decided we were going to answer a couple questions from the, uh, the standard podcast interview. So, Drew, I'll put you on the spot with the first one. Uh, All right. So, what would you say are some of the biggest uh, – your biggest fears and how do you manage it in regards to uh, Ready Yeti? Oh, this is good. This is uh, not what we discussed beforehand. <laughs> I, so. I threw a curveball at you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my greatest fear when it comes to, um, <laughs> ready Yeti, uh, is, is probably just a, um, a, almost like a fizzle out. Um, we, uh, we've kind of been there before where we've kind of worked really hard for a while, um, and didn't really see a ton of result. Um, but I, I think we've we've kind of changed things enough and taken enough learnings away uh, that now we're kind of in a really good groove and we're growing consistently. Um, but my biggest fear is kind of what's happened before is putting in a lot of time, a lot of effort, um, a lot of money, and then, uh, you know, just uh, having it fizzle out on us. Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, I guess I should probably answer the same one, shouldn't I? Yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. So my biggest fear in regards to Ready Yeti uh, is that we – so the, the overall mission of Ready Yeti, right, is to build a community of outdoor sport enthusiasts that are interested and passionate about supporting and discovering startups in the outdoor space, right? So – to the consumer, that's the value we add to them. And to the brand, the value we add to them is the exposure and helping them gain access to an interested community of people in their product, right? So driving sales at the end of the day. So ultimately, like with all the relationships that we've built with the 40, 50 plus brands that we that we work with is essentially letting them down. Um, mm-hmm. like getting that email where we'll get an update and be like, Hey, 
we're trying to keep tabs on a brand being or each of the brands that we work with and we're like hey how many sales have you guys generated through the membership program and if the numbers are a little low it's like that sort of gut-wrenching feeling like oh shit we're not proving that value so I, I guess really the ultimate fear for me is being a year down the road from now when the membership program is really humming or quote-unquote humming <laughs> Um, <laughs> that brands are coming back to us and being like, hey, yeah, no, the value isn't there. Which I know isn't true because we've already had the validation there, but it's just like that inert fear that deep in within me being like, hey, this, this could be a possibility. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because we're such a, we're such a community driven um, business where like if, if we have a member of our community who is a brand uh, and they're not seeing the benefit that others are it's kind of like we we take it upon ourselves to to make sure that they can get the most out of what we're offering so yeah exactly and some brands do are doing better than others and trying to understand why that is and like figuring out if that's our fault or if maybe one brand is more interesting to the demographic of people that we have on the program currently and sort of understanding that whole dynamic and figuring it out and then building a plan to then become equally valuable for the brands that aren't performing as well. So it's, it's like a lot of things to juggle. And then it's like on top of it, you also got to work on growing the, the, the pie, right? The group of people on the yeah. program um, and then adding new brands and features for them, the consumer to make sure that they're finding value in the program. So it's like there's so many different facets of it and making sure that you handle all of it and don't drop the ball, which happens. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. going to happen and it has happened. Um, but yeah, I'd say that that's, that's probably, that's exactly mine. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Now I'm going to go ahead and pick a random question that we haven't talked about before all right. and ask you first. Awesome. Um, uh, so, um, where do you see Ready Yeti in the next year, five years, 10 years? Oh, that's a great question. Um, now I know what it feels like to be the person on the other side of this and knowing how it takes like <laughs> a 15 second pause. I'm stalling right now so I can think of an answer. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So the next year, right? So, um, as many of our listeners know, Drew, myself, and Matt are not full-time with Ready Yeti yet. I am the closest. I have a part-time job that I'm still doing, and I'm getting closer to leaving that and going more full-time with Ready Yeti. But at the same time, we want to make sure that our cash flow is high enough where if any blips come in, we can weather that storm without it affecting us, right? Mm -hmm. So in the next year, really the goal is to grow the membership program like ideally we want to get to 6,000 paying members within the first year um, for a couple reasons one because that is a is a sweet spot for us financially where it gives us the income where all three of us can go full-time and really put our blood sweat and tears into this business and at the same time based off of some assumptions and calculations of sort of the progression of the membership it seems that that is a good, strong number that we feel can really generate a quality result for the brands participating, generating them sales, exposure, awareness, and all that kind of stuff. 
So it's in the next mm-hmm. year. I would, we, I would, re- I would like, and I, I know you agree because we've talked about this a ton of times. Uh, I would like for us to be there. In addition, I would like to bring on um, ten to fifteen companies as clients um, and really sort of build that aspect of the business. Um, and really, just became become a very stable brand and improve the podcast and the quality of content and brands that we work with so that like say when a startup joins us they know they're going to get value out of it and jumping to five years from now um i want to know i want us i want ready yeti to essentially be a platform where a startup comes to us post kickstarter right so they validated their idea they've raised 10 to 100 grand for their first round of production and that they can start working with us and know that they have like a 90% chance of gaining a ton of of traction and sales, right? Mm-hmm. If we can get Ready Yeti to the size of a community of 50 to 100,000 people where a brand that's brand new with a great idea, an awesome mission can come to us and – um, be, join the program and have instantaneously access to fifty to hundred thousand people. That could be huge. And then, obviously, yeah. as that number gets bigger, when it's like say it's two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand people, that's when we become a movement where we can really dictate essentially what direction the outdoor industry come, goes. And um, in, in in addition to that, I would like to add um, local meetups in the cities that we were in, obviously New York, um, and also other outdoor cities, Seattle, Denver, you name it. Um, we want to be partnering with a lot of companies that run events and create a really positive impact and coupling all of this with a social, um, goal, right? So, uh, Drew, like, obviously we've been talking about this a lot over the last couple of weeks is incorporating some sort of, um, social aspect to it, whether it's like Tree Tribe, one of our brands that plants 10 trees for every um, sale they make, or Tom's where they donate a pair of shoes, right? So with us, our, our, we, we, we have a passion for helping startups, being a startup, knowing what it's like to go through that, like, <laughs> that that misery <laughs> of trying to build a business and coupling it with like a social enterprise. So we want to, we're trying to figure out how we can do that. And I'm hoping within the next year or two, we can figure that all out in 10 years. It's really just expanding that and making it bigger and better so that our children and their children can enjoy the outdoor industry better than we're currently doing it. So, um, that was a long answer, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it was. You talk a lot. I do. (laughs) Do you have anything to add to that question? (laughs) No, yeah, I. Um, it's interesting because you kind of think of things from a much more broad, um, almost business side, and I tend to think of things like this as like more of like a product technology side, True. Um, which kind of just fits our job roles yeah. perfectly. That's why we work um, together so well, Drew. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, just thinking about like right now, our product, um, 
is kind of the way that we've built the membership program. It it works, um, but it's not the best. And I think people who have gone on our membership program can agree that it's probably not the best dashboard for a membership program they've ever seen. Um, so in the next year, I see us kind of revamping all of that and um, building like a, a really good looking standalone dashboard um, for our membership program that'll just give everybody a much better user experience. Um, and then in the next five years, I kind of think of it as um, kind of a, a, the technology of um, bringing together all of the companies that we work with through um, advanced analytics and tracking and kind of delivering value um, in business insights and stuff like that. So I, I kind of see that as where we head in five years. And then 10 years, um, I can't really answer 10 years because it's kind of like we tend to be mostly agile in our in our methodologies <laughs> at Ready Eddie. So going going ten years out is just uh, is silly at this point. So um, yeah, I'll skip that one. <laughs> Good answer though. Should we ask one yeah. more? <laughs> yeah, let's should we do answer it. one more? Hmm, do you have one off the top of your head that you want to go with, or should I pick one? Um, I want to do uh, thirteen. So, what advice would you give someone that wanted to start a business in action sports? Uh, so I get to answer that one first? I can answer it first if you... I mean, it sounds like you got thinking. something ready to roll. <laughs> yeah. Go for so it. So I, I kind of... I kind of. It depends. This answer depends on... I'll ask the question again. What advice do you want to give to someone that wants to start a business in action sports? Um, so this one kind of depends on where you are in the process. Um, if you're at the very beginning... Um, I think uh, the first thing you should do is email Drew and Josh at readyeddy.com. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll give you plenty of advice, um, our, our two cents, so to say. Um, this is true. It might not be right, also, but we'll give you our two cents. <laughs> ex- exactly. It might not be worth the, the two cents. But uh, I would say the biggest mistake a lot of people make um, when they first start out is spending too much money on things they don't need to. Um, so you can build a website, right. And it doesn't have to cost you, um, $5,000. Uh, I know that that was a mistake that we've made before when we first got started. Um, we, we built a website, we paid too much money for it. It didn't do everything we wanted. Um, and we, I mean, we've gotten quotes for websites for upwards of $40,000, uh, and you just, you don't need it. And especially in the outdoor sports, um, that's that's money that you need to be putting into your product and not into um, your website. So you can get a website built for um, for free if you just want to just hop onto Squarespace or even GoDaddy and do use the drag and drop tools. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of Squarespace. It's uh, it's a great tool. Um, and so I would say that's probably the biggest piece of advice that I could give someone who is just starting out. Don't don't waste your money on technology just because you don't know everything about technology at the moment. Yeah, I I couldn't agree with that more. I um, so the advice I would give I've I've actually thought about this a lot just because of how many times I've asked it to people in doing these interviews and. I think really for me, at least just looking back, because hindsight's twenty twenty, consuming the right content, right, before you start a business. Because I'm thinking back to, Drew, when we started our first business in college, when we mm-hmm. were dumb, <laughs> dumber <laughs> than we are now. Literally, yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, we had no idea what the hell we were doing. And... 
I'm just thinking back at the seven years that it's taken us to get to where we are now. I guess eight years now at this point. And without all of that learning, I would never, we would never be where we are now. Like this version of Ready Yeti would not exist and would never have existed if we didn't go through the failures that we went through with my ski profile, village skis, and then American Yeti, and now this. And so for me, I after when we took that little break between American Yeti and starting this, and we got real jobs, or I got a real job, I was consuming as much content as I possibly could, mostly in the form of podcasting, which is one of the reasons why we decided to start a podcast. I listened to probably like two hours of podcasting a day in my whenever I'm in the car, I'm at I'm working out or whatever. If I have downtime, I usually have a podcast in. And I'd subscribe to podcasts like Tim Ferriss or um Startup to um uh what is it? Uh now I'm blanking on all of the like dozens of podcasts that I listen to. But there's a ton. And I, in the beginning, like I didn't have any idea what kind of business I wanted. We wanted to start next, but I knew it was something that was going to be related to out the outdoor industry. And so I just consumed as much content, saw how as like discovered and searched through as many types of businesses that there were out there, and tried to understand how they make money, what made them successful, and figure out a way to replicate those on a small scale to test our idea. And that's essentially how we launched Ready Yeti. So my advice would essentially be get out there and if you have, like sit down and like write down, if you don't have your idea yet or maybe you already do, try and find a handful of people who are doing something similar. It may not be the same product, but it's probably, the business model probably exists. Go out there and just study their business and figure out what about them makes them so successful and try and replicate that and add your own unique twist to it. And if you do that, you'll be very successful. Um, it's not easy. <laughs> Drew and I are still fumbling our butts through it, <laughs> but <laughs> but we're slowly figuring it out and building a, like a, 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 an awesome community while we do it. And um, yeah, I, I think that's the advice I would I would give to someone wanting to start a business, really just a business in general, not even just one in the outdoor industry. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, I'd have to agree with that. I mean, uh, like, like Gary V says, patience yeah. is probably the most important thing. Um, so not, if you don't, if you don't get a thousand sales in your first month, it doesn't mean you're going to fail. Exactly. It just means you found what doesn't work, <laughs> which is <Yeah>. fine, <laughs> which is totally fine. Well, um, I think that was, I hope that was valuable to, um, to you guys as, as listeners. Um, if you want us to answer more of these questions or maybe do a full episode where we sort of run through all of them, uh, shoot us an email, let us know, and we'll take that into consideration. Maybe um, Drew and I will sit down and, and roll through all the questions that we, uh, we typically ask our, our, our interviewees. Um, and with that, um, Drew, unless you've got anything else to, to add, I think... Uh, I think we can sign off. Yeah, I think we should just uh, do a quick recap of um, biggest giveaway ever coming up on what day, Josh? Uh, June 27th. We launch it at noon East Coast Standard Time. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, if you guys, um, we talked about our B2C business. If you guys work at a company that does in and outdoor sports 
adjacent industry uh, and think that this is something that might be interesting to you, uh, shoot, shoot Josh an email um, and see what you guys can do. Yeah, we would definitely appreciate that. Obviously, we would um, be happier to work with people within our own community and the companies that they work with just because we like to promote and help people within. So definitely reach out to us. And um, with that, we um, will talk to you guys next week. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, then we would be incredibly appreciative if you could log on to iTunes and leave us a quick review. This really helps us get noticed by other podcast listeners like yourself. And if you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, then please share it along. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Ready Daddy Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week.